0: kelly congratulations on your race this past weekend looks like you had a bit of a tough day
1: well i mean i feel like congratulations is like a strong word you know like <laughs> like way to to finish your race
0: way to tough it oh toughing it out is underestimated like under not underestimated
1: yeah there you go
0: it's like you should have more kudos than you get for like the, the people who come like sixth to tenth need like Extra kudos, extra it's hard kudos out there, because you're just yes. like it's
1: not fun. All right, no, it is it's fun. Not fun. You might be probably not getting paid. Like right. it's hard out there. I did think of. I actually, you know, how you think of random things. I actually thought of um India's move towards populism at one point during the run. But I also thought <laughs> you did. Of course. I also thought about a bunch of things you had told me at different points. I used Sarah's advice. Oh, yay. Okay. <clears throat> which uh, which of my which, uh, did pearls you, of did wisdom did you take? Yes. Okay. You know how you told me I should just, like, in the moment, ask myself, like, am I doing the hardest I can right now? Am I doing my best, right? So I, it was a terrible bike ride right? because I, like, haven't been riding my bike. So, like, an hour and a half in, I was... Contemplating laying down and crying, right? And so I just can be like, Am I doing my best right now? Right. Am I trying my hardest? See? Like it's not your best on your best day. Right. It's your best right now. Right now. <laughs> yes. And then sometimes I would be like, No, try harder. So, see? <laughs> Perfect. And I said this in the newsletter, but. I ended up like catching like back up. I'm very motivated by racing, Sarah. So I like ran very hard to catch up to people. And then I ended up going back and forth with someone else who was having a bad day on the run and we were running like shoulder to shoulder and we definitely got each other through the last four miles. But I thought about something else you said. See, thought about you. Two things. I know. Uh, Because it was 100% that we were trying to beat each other is what kept me going. It wasn't that we were like, oh, let's just finish this together, even though I totally like her and like we're friends. It's fine. But I I was I tried to drop her like what kept me running hard was that I could not drop her. And then she gaffed me. And then, you know, we were running shoulder by shoulder. And, um, and so, yeah, I thought about that, that it's like the competition is what keeps you keeps you going. Yes. That's the
0: best way to respect your competitor. Mm -hmm. I think that's what I said. Like respect the the people who are around you by actually competing to the best of your ability.
1: The, um, I will tell you though, I felt a little bad because we were running shoulder to shoulder uh, like a mile to go. And we came up on the last aid station. And in my head, Sarah, I was like, don't show weakness. Don't show weakness. Like don't slow down. And then I heard her like slow to get water and Everything in my mind, everything in my body went, go, go now. And so I started like, I was like, took off. And that was a little early to take off for your sprint. And it, so the whole time running all the way around the stadium, I just kept being like, don't let her catch you. Don't. And all of our fans, Sarah, were yelling at me that I was like so close to off season. So close. Oh, amazing. People
0: actually came out and said that. I love it. Yeah. I love it. Well, I'm also glad that occasionally something that I say actually <laughs> resonates and is useful. There you go. You've made me feel like a useful human. Thank you. Okay. Coming up on today's show is public shaming a solution for drafting. Records are set in Bahrain. Again, the professional triathletes organization might be getting their shit together. And we get our AMA started after this.
1: Sarah, I hear they have noon endurance in Canada now. Oh, Canada, baby, finally. I use the sport tabs, the basic tabs at CrossFit. Well, I use the nude endurance, citrus mangoes, the way to go, and now you can try that too in, you know, up north. Up here in Canada.
0: You can order any of these or the rest tabs to help you sleep or the immunity tabs to fight off those bugs, and you can do that by using the code IRONWOMEN. I'm not saying that to you, Kelly. I'm saying this to the people at home. (laughs) the code iron women
1: at noonlife.com. and go check out their new community of women doing cool stuff at Noon uh, their tv channel on youtube
0: i'm kelly O'Mara, and i'm sarah gross and you're listening to live feisties if we were riding my time my time None of you people can tell me to stop this time like the last time. You better get ready to race and to do this. Show you what the truth is. I step on the field. It's
1: time to get real. I'm feeling so ruthless. Okay, so one of the downsides at Indian Wells this weekend was that it is like a very draft-heavy race. There's just tons of fucking drafting. It's a flat course. It, it's a very crowded race. It's like 2500 people. Super flat. I think they also messed up the timing a little. It was like way more crammed together. Just based on based on when the pelotons of age group men were passing me, right? Just seemed to yeah. They
0: had sent them off really close behind. Something like that.
1: Mm -hmm. Because I get like a front row seat to the front of the age group men's race, so I see like some of the really bad offenders, right? Mm -hmm. And then as I was blowing off the whole end of the bike ride, I also was seeing like like the entire pro women's field go by me. So I saw who was sprinting to stay on a guy's wheel and who mm. was like, just, you know, unfortunately getting caught up in things. Cause it happened. Like there's a difference, but when you're sitting in the race, you know, like, you know who is in the middle of a pack every goddamn time you see them. And you know, who's like, well, shit, like there's nowhere to go. Like I can't do shit about this. So here's my question. This is what I started th- wondering and thinking about like in the race, Sarah, How, like it's one thing when you're at a race and you literally see it and you know, and word spreads and people get a reputation, but then after if you're not there, I mean, what are you going to do? Like look at a picture and like shame someone on slow Twitch. Like, and it's not even like I necessarily want to go and start naming names and publicly shaming the people that I think, you know, pushed the line of drafting. Cause that's like, I'm not going to do that. That's fucking weird. So I just, I'm like, I like, don't really, cause you totally do hear that. I know everyone talks, you have been the victim of public shaming about drafting. Mm -hmm. People get really hung up on like a picture or a video. I don't know. I don't know what to do about this, Sarah. I know.
0: Well, okay. Partially not. I want to say this before, even before I had my incident of being publicly (laughs) shamed about drafting, it's like. I mean, for anyone who doesn't know this story, like I spent, a, I had like a way too squeaky clean almost career where I spent too much time sitting up and breaking on the bike. Right. And then like, and then I got like publicly shamed off of like one video that happened at Ironman Brazil and I, and that was a race that I won. So like, you're more likely to be publicly shamed if you, if you won. Right. Um, So obviously that like taints how I feel about it. But even before that, like I, I really strongly feel that like publicly shaming people is not that's just like troll nonsense. Right. And that like, if the rules need to be set up correctly, like blame the system, not the individuals, you know, or like not even necessarily that. So I think not so much, well, yes, blame the, blame the system, not the individual, but also like, there's a difference between like, if someone, like you just said, like as pros, we kind of know who the worst offenders are.
1: Right. But then I wonder, are we just like keeping like, people get a reputation among us. Right. Yeah. Shouldn't we tell? Like, is that like? Are we just keeping this to ourselves? And like, really, it's like exclusivity. Oh, there's a middle ground here. Yeah. There's a
0: middle ground here. Like, what what's stopping you from going to that person and saying, "Hey, like, I saw this happening, and it doesn't feel like you were playing it fair."
1: Um, awkwardness, the fact that it's a tiny field, and I will see them again. Uh, socialization. Um. A lot of things are stopping me. Excellent answers. But I, like,
0: but I guess like to you, I would say, to, to that response, I would say, if you're not willing to do that, don't do it on
1: social media. Well, yeah, fair. True. Yeah. But so. everybody knows, just so you all know, word gets around people to get develop reputations. Yeah, it's It's definitely a thing. And in my case, I just want to be real clear on this (laughs) because you mentioned me in public
0: shaming (laughs) that like, I did not have a reputation (laughs) for this. I had the opposite worst thing was like, like I, I basically got caught in the middle of like a Brazilian battle between two women who were trying to like public. Well, one specifically that was trying to publicly shame the other. I just happened to be in one of the videos and win the race.
1: Yeah. It's, um, I mean, drafting, obviously like they need to fucking fix their math problem here. Like it does not make sense. And honestly, what I feel like it sucks for the pro women that get caught up in it. It sucks for the pro women that get caught up in the back of the pro men's field. Cause they only started two minutes ahead of us. We like, obviously we have to deal with all of this way more than the pro men do, but it also sucks. Like I see the whole front of the age group men's race. Right. And so I see the like massive Pelotons go by and then like one guy will go by me and I just feel bad for him. I'm just like, Oh honey like you don't have a shot, like you're not sorry. Right. And, like. and as
0: like a pro woman, we're constantly put in that position of being that guy. Right. So then you're like, you constantly, you just have this like ethical choice to make around, like around how much you're willing to like, so if the, if the rule is 10 meters, like what, what your perception is in terms of, but you, but you need to stay with that pack, right? Like when the pack goes by, right? If you're psych- if you can cycle well enough to stay like 10 meters behind in a 10 meter race, like you need to do everything you can to stay there. Right. Versus like, there are people that we see. And like, like you say, like we know, like, you know, the people who, who have intent.
1: Right. Oh, you see cheat. the, like the sprint and that. the jump to get on someone's wheel. That's a thing. Yeah. You know, and I happens. still don't think, I still don't think that those people should be publicly shamed.
0: I think there should be something. Oh, you just place. want them to be
1: privately shamed. Okay. I want
0: them to be like, they could be talked to like something, something could happen that would convince them. Otherwise that would be like a private conversation or maybe like Iron Man actually tries to fix it.
1: I mean, they're not going to do that. (laughs) That's not going to happen.
0: But it is a matter of like, we used to back in the days of try equal. We used to talk a lot about like fair starts, which means effectively like give the pro women a start time. That's like far enough behind the pro men. So we don't get caught up there and far enough in front of the age group men. So we don't get caught up on that side. And then at least we're like, we're playing we're, w- with each other. Like we only have each other.
1: <laughs> right. Right. Then, then it's your um, own choice To choices. be accountable to. Yeah, yeah. Yes.
0: And it's the same, like the pro men get that, right? They get to be out the front, accountable to each other in terms of how they are riding their bikes and how they are choosing to be fair. And we don't actually even get that opportunity as women. And
1: that is not fair. Oh, you know how I was saying before the podcast that the pro men are kind of also have a reputation for being more assholey to each other than the pro women. Maybe <laughs> that's also partly that. why there you go <laughs> in other things that iron man will not be fixing should, <laughs> should courses be certified sarah should there be like legitimate distances you know you, we all know some courses are short some courses are long. of course because because bob rain 70.3 was this weekend and like every year mm-hmm. there were stupid times i think uh, christian blumenfeld went 325 this year Um, and Holly Lawrence went 352. So those are like, obviously they're both very good athletes. Obviously that's like totally fine. I'm not saying they cheated or something. I'm saying that that course every year has times that are ridiculous. And then when anyone asks like, Oh, you know, is it certified? Do we need to have courses certified? If we're going to look at course rec, if we're going to hold records up as some kind of standard and keep track of them and be like, so-and-so had the fastest time in blah, 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 blah then shouldn't we have uniform courses? Like it doesn't make sense. absolutely we should.
0: Like we live in a day of like GPSs that tell us how far things are. So like, it's not like the olden days where we had to get out. Literally, do you remember they would get out the measuring tape on the marathon course? No, you still have to do that. To be clear,
1: to be very clear, Sarah, you still have to do that to certify run courses.
0: You do? But to certify bike courses? Well, you I don't know how they certify? certify,
1: I don't know how they certify bike courses, but I'm telling you, you cannot use, I've, I did a story on this. I talked to a bunch of people. You cannot use GPS to certify run courses. You still get out there with the wheel bike courses. I believe you can use the, you have to like, what's the word calibrate your wheel. And then you use the circumference of your wheel and like a clicker and a, to measure it. You don't okay. use GPS because GPS isn't accurate. Just so you know. That's why everybody after race is always like, my GPS is whatever. Oh yeah, that's true.
0: That's a good point. Although you
1: could do like an average of GPSs. I still think that would be nice.
0: (laughs) But nonetheless, I'm not going to go up. I'm not going to go to battle with how we, how cycling and running do their certification. I just think like we can certify. This is entirely possible to certify. Yes. we should. The, the other thing is, this is funny back in the day. And it's, this is when Ironman was under previous ownership or maybe even previous, previous ownership. Right. Someone in the know told me that, that the courses were allowed to be, the bike courses were allowed to be within four kilometers and they'd still call it 180 kilometers. So this was after I went to um, Ironman Austria in like the early two thousands. And I expected the course to be flat because the times were so fast. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I think I rode. And again, like I wasn't, Back in the day, like I was still working on my cycling. Like I wasn't a great cyclist. And I think I got off the bike in like the low fives, like a a bike, like a 506 or something. And everybody was way ahead of me. Right. And like, how is this even, it was a hilly, it's a hilly hard course. Like how is this even possible that it's like the course is actually 176 kilometers. Because of course, race directors want... That those because everybody's happy with their race. Oh, if I know. It's shorter, and then once one race does it, the other race. If the other once the other race goes back to 180 k, then their times are slower like it's all uh it's just a bit of a game so i don't yeah. know if that rule still stands for iron man but that was like what they would that was their like sort of rules for race i mean there's
1: definitely some wiggle room we all know that because they because yes. triathlon is not like they do not have a certification standard that's not a thing but yeah no, indian wells last year all the run times were fast and it was definitely because the course was short and everyone knew that and i definitely went in sarah thinking like i'm totally gonna run a pr and they definitely fixed it and added some on because we came oh. off and i thought we were turning left and they're like turn right Right. And I was like, wait, what <laughs> like, do this tiny out and back? Because yes. we're fixing our course. You need to run uh, a quarter of a mile down and come back. And I was like, God damn it. <laughs> so.
0: Well, that's it. Right. If you yeah. go to, if you go short of the course and that you have to fix it, then people don't like it.
1: No, I was very unhappy. Yeah. Just so you know,
0: but it's we should have,
1: thing. we should. I mean, cause we do yeah. keep, the other question is like, should we even keep records? Triathlon is not a uniform thing. It's a little absurd to even keep records. Like, not like like uh, having records for a given course, like Kona records, fine. Even though the conditions change so much year to year, it, that's also a little absurd. But having records for the fastest Ironman or the fastest half distance is dumb because it doesn't really make any sense. It is and it isn't. Like because it's like the
0: same as having records for Marathon
1: which also are certified and some courses don't count for records. And so, so yeah.
0: So then that's how it should be. I mean, if we want records, it should, yeah. Some, some courses shouldn't count. Like you could have an uncertified Ironman with your 176 K bike. No problem at all. (laughs) Like, or, or you could have, or there might be certain races that certain people go to who are, who are looking for records like the California international marathon, same way. Right. So, and then that would add another layer to the sport. Like it would only make it richer in terms of like the things that people can accomplish at certain times. So.
1: Okay. So, so we solved that. We fixed we that problem. Do yeah. Done. Done. Yep. <laughs>
0: Decided. Okay. I'm speaking of fixing the, fixing I the sport. <laughs> I like
1: we have one more thing for you to fix, Sarah. <laughs> okay. All right. So Lay it on me. the pro triathletes organization, I always say this wrong. Pro triathletes organization, which we've talked about before, it's essentially a union, but it's not a union. It's an organization that's been trying to get off the ground so that pro triathletes have some representation. And they are also the people behind the Collins Cup, which is supposed to be a race pitting like the best in the U.S. versus the best in Europe or something with like huge prize money determined by rankings, et cetera. But they just like haven't been able to get off the ground last couple of years. And there is now a deck. And by deck, guys, I mean like PowerPoint slide type thing. Being passed around among the top pros, of which I am not one, to be clear. Someone just forwarded it to me. Are, uh, we,
0: are we, like, giving out information that we're not supposed to be giving out right no. now?
1: No. Well, it's, I it's don't know. It's not secret information. It was, because it's getting passed around, like, the top 50. Pr- everyone yeah, knows. It's, it's been it's, passed to me for, by right, multiple people. <laughs> right. It's yeah. being passed around. Okay, so there's a deck being yeah. passed around trying to convince the pros to, you know, don't believe the lie, it can be done, road to self-determination. But the most recent white paper, says that they have funding now, $5 million in funding from an investor guy That's going to fund the next two years of the Collins cup. They're going to put on a half Ironman or sorry, not a half distance world championship. Some other races, they're going to have rankings. Then the pros are going to own 50% of the profits that they can invest back into the sport in two years. And there's quite a lit big table here of the payouts that are going to happen at these races. Uh, I'm sold let's let's do it <laughs> You're so i'm sold
0: okay explain just can you just <laughs> unpack this so the, the pro okay just for our audience so the, the pto the pro triathletes organization owns a what they're launching a race series called the collins cup it's and not so how, collins cup is not a race series it is a race it's it's just a single race there's yes. no series
1: no it's oh. based on points and rankings. Okay. And That's then like why the I was best a little confused people. when I read the deck. Okay. How do you not know what the Collins Cup is? We've talked about enough. I do know
0: what the Collins Cup is. Previously, in previous iterations, it was going to be a series.
1: Like when we were talking about this three and four years ago, it was a series. It is a flagship race. That will happen at Roth. And that's not a secret. That's not in this deck. That's been said before. It's going to happen at Roth wrote, sorry, challenge root next year. And invited pros or certain pros will be invited based on their rankings via some whole algorithm that Torsten has done as part of this PTO world rankings thing. Okay. But they are also going to launch some other races as part of the, the PTO also plans to launch some other races as part of a series they right. keep pointing to tennis as their example, like how the players reclaimed their ownership of tennis and had their own series and then, you know, paid out prize money and were in charge okay. of their own destiny and all that.
0: Okay. So here's my question. My first question. Okay. Have many, you have many questions? But my first and perhaps the largest question is that once you have this first <laughs> year, two years, and you pay the pros out in their $5 million of prize money, right? It's
1: not five million. It's whatever. But it's a lot.
0: It's a lot, a lot of press money being paid out Mm -hmm. of the 5 million that they have. Mm -hmm. Right. What's the business plan? So like, how does this whole thing make money? Like, is there a TV contract? Are there like a ton of age groupers coming to this thing? Are are there like, what's the, what's the plan?
1: That's it. It's interesting. Other people, that's been other people's question too. I
0: don't know why. This is not an original question. So I really like, I really would like to know, like, I would like to know someone who's on the inside of this to, to tell me like, besides just continue, because we've seen this a few times. We've seen like someone who, like an investor who is a triathlete, maybe a, a maybe a tri-geek we could call this person. Most Here's what's most Him.
1: fascinating, fascinating, Sarah. Yes. My understanding is these investors are not triathletes. They're just rich guys. So they okay. must think it's going to work out. Okay. So what have they
0: been told to yeah. believe? that this is going to p- create a profit. Like what is profitable about, because like sport, a, yeah. like sport becomes profitable by media and audiences and people attending and paying tickets to get in and true and in triathlon. It's like, there's a mass participation piece. So like, what's the, are any of those the model? What is the model? They must be pitching TV deals. They
1: must be. They've got to be. Cause yes, their, their argument is that, Pro triathletes are just as exciting and interesting as other spectator sports. And we can make a viable spectator, you know, viable pro sport here. So they've got to, they've got to have a plan, right? They've got to have a plan. Yeah. Yeah. I just
0: want to say, like, I want them to succeed,
1: right? Like, this is
0: something I would love to see succeed. But when I open that deck and I look at it, I'm like, who did you, who did you talk to on this? Like, I want to open a deck that someone like me... I mean, I'm not in their core audience right now, but I used to be, I have a lot of, I have, I'm like continue to work in this triathlon environment much to my own downfall. But like, but like it, someone like me opens it up and goes, this is great. This is well thought through. I, I like what you're saying here. I'm totally convinced. But someone like me opens it and goes, Hmm, not sure.
1: Sarah, so they say they have a business plan. Okay.
0: Telling they they me you say, have a business plan. It's they not say the same they've as been like...
1: showing it to people to invest. All right. Mm-hmm. Here's my question. Ready? My question is, can I win some money next year?
0: Oh, I think you can. That's you have awesome. to get invited, though, Kelly. No, That's well, be... it's
1: like, I mean, not to their other races. Uh, OK, whatever. So this has been making the rounds among the big names because they need the big names to sign on, right? Yeah. Like Part of the deal is you can be up for this money. You can compete in these races if you like sign on to be part of the PTO, right? If you're like, sign your name. It's, it's essentially basic union organizing that happens in all places everywhere. And Ironman, I'm sure, is going to get into some basic, very standard union busting. It'll be what it is. It will
0: but, be. I agree.
1: But... Clearly they need the big names. Do they need me? I'll sign on. Sure. Like, why not? Like I want to do Roth wrote next year. I'll sign on to the PTO. All -hmm. right. There you go. See, they just got their first public commitment.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I'm sure they're thrilled. (laughs) They're as thrilled about that as they're, as they are to take my feedback and are taking it to heart and are right now penning a new deck that is more well thought out. (laughs) Like, honestly, the thing with a business plan is like, I understand like you don't give away your business plan. Like if someone asked me for my business plan for live feisty media, I'd be like, no. But if someone asks me like, how do you make your money? I can answer that question very simply in a way that like in a way that I would like, if I'm expecting someone to buy into something, if I'm like, Hey Kelly, uh, next year, Next year, I want you to record a podcast and write a newsletter for me. Let's say hypothetically. Hypothetically. Okay. For live feisty media, right? And you were like, hey, Sarah, that's great, but this is what I do for my job. And how are you going to pay me? Then I would go, hey, here's how I make my money. Boom, boom. Just like a random hypothetical.
1: I don't, actually ask, this is maybe I, should, I don't actually ask people how often, how are they going to pay me? I just ask them how much and when. Like how they come up with the money doesn't, I'm like, whatever, you do you. I would just like to be paid.
0: Right. And that example doesn't hold here because sure. we know how people are going to be paid in the first two yes. years. And we know that pro athletes will get on board with that because it's a it's, large it's amount of money. That, yes. It's a large amount of money. It's just that we've seen this before, right? Like, was, I have a little fatigue around, like, we've seen these things come in and out. Do you remember that long course one?
1: There, there was a one- few.
0: There was a big one that was like the Nice distance that was sort of 4K swim, 120K bike, 30K run, which is a great distance, by the way, which totally died during the course of my career anyway. And there was a group that launched like big prize money around that distance and they had three or four races. Yeah, I got it. That came and went.
1: Somebody challenge else said whatever a big thing. challenge somebody else was like, whatever happened to the Lifetime series that had a ton of money for pros in the US? Right. Do you remember the high V cup and everything? Like that was huge. Mm-hmm. What I mean, you know. This is me shrugging audibly on the podcast. It is what it is. Mm. We'll see. Anyway, it I is, hope it... I hope they work it out. I also hope we didn't just like spill the beans on them. Even though this is like open secrets when being passed around, everyone, you know what I'm saying? Open secret, just like. Open secret who's a drafter in the pro field. Everyone knows. So we're just sharing the information now.
0: Well, to the three dozen people who have made it 24 minutes into our podcast.
1: Don't tell anyone, people. I do expect, though, wink, wink, uh, for an (laughs) announcement soon, guys, and then it'll be official. They should have announced that they were going to announce something. (laughs) They should have. We could have,
0: yeah, we definitely could have given them some advice on that, having watched Iron Man execute it Mm -hmm. so well. Okay. After the break, um, we're going to do our first AMA question. So anyone who doesn't know, Kelly and I are accepting any question at all. And we're going to do a Christmas special before we go on break. And we're going to answer all of your questions, but only one of them after this. We would like to thank Noon Hydration for supporting the podcast. Get 30% off your order by using the code IRONWOMEN at noonlife.com. That's ironwomen at noonlife.com. And follow at If We Were Writing on all the social medias and leave us a review on iTunes. Also, tell your actual friends in person how awesome we are because that works too. If We Were Writing is a Live Feisty Media production and is hosted by Kelly O'Mara and me, Sarah Gross. Our marvelous editor is Aaron Hamilton. My time, my time. None of you people can tell me to stop this time, like the last time. You better get ready to race and ready to do this. So you what the truth is. I step on the field,
1: it's time to get real. I'm feeling some proofless. Alright, so next week. Before we go on like holiday break, holiday break, guys, uh, we're going to record <laughs> Did I see Christmas. I don't even know. I would... <laughs> well, we're going to go it. on our holiday break. But next week, we're going to record a speed round of all the questions you submitted. And we've gotten like a lot. So you can still submit them by email, post on social media. Uh, we've been trying to gather them so we don't miss any. So but right now to get we've you to give b- you.
0: We have a like shocking, a shockingly high number. So yeah. thank you to everyone who sent them.
1: Sorry. Yes. And right now to get you in the right now to get you in the mind frame, we're going to do one. We're going to answer one. And we're doing the speed round, Sarah, like 20 seconds. All right. So here's the question. How do you feel about getting recognized and or approached by fans? I'm always kind of hesitant to approach pros. How do you feel? I said, my answer is Sarah may feel differently about this because she's actually a big deal in Canada, but like I'm down because like, it's like five people. (laughs) Like I'm like, cool. Like I feel like super famous, basically famous, like whatever. It's not a problem. I'd like to dispel the myth that I'm a big deal in Canada. (laughs) I
0: think That's that's overstated, but no, no. I like, it's great when people come up, when people come up and talk to you. Right. And it's like, that's especially at, Um, especially at most of pro our pro levels. Like, so we're not, we, or even like, even like a Lucy Charles, Miranda Carfrey, Daniela Reeve. you're like, you're a celebrity. They're they are celebrities, but only in triathlon. True. Right. Like maybe Daniela because of the Swiss environment or maybe like Annie Hogg now probably in Germany. This is not 20 seconds. You got to be faster on these answers. We're going to (laughs) work on this. (laughs) I'm giving, I'm giving the in-depth
1: answer. (laughs)
0: Um, so, but like we're, most of us, like 99% of us are not actual celebrities. So it's not like people are coming up all the time and like talking to us in supermarkets. It's super annoying. Actually, it's like super great when right. someone comes up to me and says, like someone came up to me at Rosie school the other week and I'm like, are you Sarah Gross triathlete? Which like, is like yes, the name of my Facebook page. Nice. And I'm like, yes, yes, I am. And then they're just like, well, I'm a triathlete. I'm a triathlete too. And da-da-da. they just like talk to me. I'm like, that's perfect. Right.
1: You just have to Great. obviously, but right before races, which is when people usually talk, you got to understand somebody might be, I will probably be running late. That is my only downs. I will probably be running late and probably be super busy. And that's just, that is what it is. But that's fine.
0: Oh yeah. Context I also is will pretend
1: to know you. That's like, I do that to everyone. So you I'm will always, pretend. You oh will yeah. Not. I'm always like, oh, hey. And then they're like, we've never met. I'm like, yeah, whatever. (laughs) I feel like I know you. It's cool. (laughs) None of you people can tell me to stop. My town, my crown. We know what it takes to be reaching the top. We're reaching the top. We're reaching the top. We know what it takes to be reaching the top.